Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, we talk about my recovery from the scourge of hell. I've been really sick, you guys. We also talk a little celebs. We talk about the Biebs and his impending marriage. And we talk about sex and hygiene. A few tips. Plus our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you. From sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You accept that friend request and you're dead. Paula. This is the person I just had sex with? God. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Gonna start coughing. <laughs> Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 290. Ugh, ugh. I told you I had thick throat. That's all right. I, I I can't believe I got through that without hacking, hacking through it. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, the Sisters Who Podcast. <laughs> I will get that, and you won't laugh every time I say it. Eventually, no. I'm only laughing because <laughs> of the you know the source and you know the emphasis on saying it but <laughs> the source hey at least we're not saying welcome to the ugly sisters <laughs> god that would never happen yeah remember i told you he said he goes <laughs> he goes what if we call it the ugly sisters podcast and i'm like absolutely not i am not calling it that That's i would crazy. have just looked at him and say repeat that and then <laughs> think no, that's not happening. So I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. Okay, so last, uh, let's see, last Sunday when we recorded that episode, I was in the very intro stages of getting sick. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize how sick I was getting because I felt okay, but just little aches and pains here and there. So after you and I recorded our show, the next day, well, that evening, Daryl said, are you sure you don't have like a bladder infection or something? Because you're pretty sick. And the only time you ever get this sick is when it's something urinary tract or bladder mm-hmm. or something. No, I had no symptoms. No symptoms at all. Other than I felt like total crap. I had this little cough. And I had a, I was super achy. Like my skin hurt. Mm-hmm. But I figured it was like a fever. And I said, no, I feel like I just caught some kind of little bug and... You know, I'll be all right. So Friday, I'm sitting in bed feeling like I'm going to die. Oh, my God. And I start Googling stuff. And I turned into he comes in. He goes, what are you doing up here? And I look at him and I go, don't be mad. He goes, what? I said, I think I have a kidney infection. He's like, oh, my fucking God. He's like, (laughs) I told you. So we go to this place. It's called it's a Sutter walk up facility. Mm-hmm. It's not urgent care. It's one under urgent care. So it's like a nurse practitioner. They can do labs and stuff, but they mm-hmm. can't really do much more. Go in there and she's like, well, you have a lot of white blood cells and red blood cells in your urine. I'm going to say you have a kidney infection. And I said, holy crap, I felt so terrible. I haven't felt that sick in so long. God. So she gave me an inordinate amount of antibiotics to take it was keflex i've never heard of that before keflex is old school i believe Hmm. and so that in itself caused some concern because whenever a medical whenever a physician or nurse or whoever prescribes something a little old school i always question it 
because it's not that there's anything wrong with old school meds. It's just that there's usually an improvement with there's something better. Right. But <clears throat> I thought, well, you know, if I'm really sick and this is it's this is the alternative to going to the emergency room, then fine. You know, because I was I was probably on the cusp. I was probably hours away from the ER and having them admit me for IV fluids and for IV antibiotics. It was really uh, it was a questionable time period. Wow. Yeah, I was really, really sick. So she gave those to me. We went home. I started taking them. Of course, that night, I am like on fire. My kidneys are killing me. No narcotics. She gave me nothing for the pain. I swear. I don't this know. opioid crisis, yes. you know, it's just for the rest of us that, you know, don't abuse them. Right. You know, they serve a purpose. Well, you it's know? funny because I said, <laughs> I thanks said, a lot, get? crackheads. Right. And I said, well, and you know, now everything's so connected. And she goes, okay, so you got some codeine from your dentist. I'm like, yeah, like three months ago. You know, I mean, it's gone. I don't have it anymore. And she's like, all right. And so I said, well, what am I going to do for the pain? She goes, well, just take Tylenol every four hours. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I can get this through. I can get through this. I mean, I've I've had children. I've I've blown out my knee. I, I, I can know, deal with the pain. I know, but no one should have to compare getting a medicine <laughs> to having children. Agreed. Agreed. You know, it's ridiculous. I completely agree. So, of course, you mom and stephanie are all like this is outrageous it's almost like let's go and protest like it was like how can they not why why do they hold them i go they lord it over your head because they don't know who you are and they they they're like maybe she's an abuser i don't look like one but that doesn't mean anything i suppose well and obviously your test results show that you have yeah. a legitimate you know ailment right when she's palpitating and i'm wincing i would say that means that i'm probably in a lot of pain so I did the, the Tylenol, and of course, Tylenol is a wonder drug, you, which is why you can't take that much of it. Right. And so I ultimately, I got through the evening. I downshifted into, like, deathbed. <laughs> I was so sick, Paula. And then this cough starts coming on, and it's like this hacking thing. And I'm like, what is this? What is happening in my life? Why am I so fucking sick? God, I would have gone to the ER. What if you were becoming septic? <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. But by the second full day of antibiotics, I had this horrible headache. And so I finally started looking up the the side effects for Keflex. And the number one side effect is a headache. And then it says if you have these other ones like lethargy, uh, you know, extreme fatigue or whatever, stop taking it. I had all of them. I got into the shower and I couldn't even stand up. Oh and I'm like, God. I'm not, I'm not getting better. I'm getting worse. Like diminishing returns is, has hit. So I called my real doctor on Monday and said, you've got to get me off this stuff. Well, the fucking walk-in place would not send my records over to my doctor. And so finally my doctor got really pissed. He's like, you know what? Screw those guys. And he gave me a, you know, Bactrim which is normal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm on now. But it was it, it was harrowing, to say the least. And I thought, you know, I'm really lucky that I have family and a husband who actually follow through and actually look at you and go, this isn't working. You look like hell and, you know, actually be are proactive. Right. Because there are people out there who would just suffer through that Keflex and, you know, practically feel like they're dying and not do anything about it. 
And right. so and do that for seven to ten days. Yeah. And be completely, you know, but the thing is, is like the lethargy and stuff, I started getting nervous because I'm like, this is not normal. I should be feeling better. It's, I mean, a kidney infection is nothing to, you know, nothing to joke about, but I mean, I should be able to function. Yeah. So when I started to real, when, so when the backstrom started kicking in and everything, I'm like, okay, the headache went away. I haven't eaten in almost two weeks. Like I've had jello and stuff. So <laughs> I started feeling better yesterday. And so I was like, oh, maybe I've lost some weight, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, did you? Yeah, in my boobs. Aww. That's it. That's it. Why does like, that always happen? I don't know. I, I was so pissed. God like, forbid should it happen in the stomach. Right? I mean, and I'm like, all of that and I'm just down a cup size? Really? Great. Down so a Daryl's cup size, unhappy. but still got the inner tube. Right? I still, have the, I still have the muffin top, but I have smaller boobs. So now I just look like a pear great pretty much that's how so I feel. exciting thanks yeah so now i have this cough and they think it's an allergy induced cough like because i stopped taking all my allergy medication and stuff for about a week and it oh. man it wears off so fast that <clears throat> it it's not asthma because i can breathe and everything but i can feel like post nasal drip and stuff so i don't know i'm a mess and I'm on the tail end of it now. But of course, the annoying cough is the last to go. Especially if it's a dry cough. You can have those <sighs> for weeks. Paula, I hate myself so much. Stop coughing! Myself- <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so here. So a couple days ago, we're sitting on the couch and I go, well, I guess I should shower. Because I mean, time, time and day and night, nothing matters when you're really sick. No. So I was sitting on the couch and it was like 930 at night and Daryl's pale because he's like, you know, he's been trying so hard to keep things under control while I've been completely out of commission. And I said, well, I guess I should shower. Now I'm coughing that, and it's that annoying cough where you cough like every 26 seconds. You know, <laughs> it's like that really irritating cough. <coughs> and he goes, I did that. I went <coughs> like that. And then I waited into some offbeat and I started to cough again. He goes, maybe a shower will help you with your coughing. Could the steam. And I said... Well, because I I said he had a cough like this and I was so like non, I was so unhelpful. I I hated him so much. I'm like, stop coughing. Just stop it. (laughs) So now that I'm the annoying one, I feel, I don't feel bad because it's me, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, look, it's different. Okay. I don't go around acting like my, my head's going to blow off every time I have to cough. (laughs) I have like a little towel or a napkin and i cough into that and you know i'm very pristine about it it's a dainty cough i well yes you you've heard it it sounds so dainty and so (laughs) my lungs are on fire (laughs) so i cough and he goes maybe a steam shower will help with your coffee i'm like all right fine i'm getting out of here he's like no no that's not what i meant i go i know what you meant i know what's annoying i hate myself i hate i hate who i am right now we went out to dinner last night and i'm the person coughing in the restaurant (laughs) Oh, I was God. so pissed. What were I you mean, thinking? I had a napkin and I was coughing my napkin, but it doesn't matter. If I was four seats away and I heard that repetitive coughing, be like, why are you in this restaurant? Seriously. I, mean, I, I, I hold my like, napkin to my face when I hear people coughing. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what germs are you spreading? But I was, I said, I told you I wasn't ready for the public. I told you I just I'm not ready. 
So oh anyway. Oh gosh, that's awful. That I is- know. Well, we had a little flu bug ourselves here at the house. Vomit or diarrhea? Well, so here's the funny thing is it takes a while before everybody starts to admit that there's something going on, especially yes. when it's explosive diarrhea. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but... Um, it was the last time we recorded. I was sitting here and it was literally like the last 20 minutes and I was just like reeling my body and I was like. Actually, you know what? That's funny because I remember you saying you're like, I really got to go. Bye. Yes. <laughs> you were out I of there. to the bathroom and like I exploded everything that was <gasps> inside my intestines. Oh, no. And I had no idea where it came from. And so this went on for like four days. And Mm. by day two, I asked Victor, I'm like, has your stomach been upset? And he's like, oh, my God, I've had the worst explosive (laughs) diarrhea. And I'm like, so (gasps) have I. Oh, my (laughs) God. So we've been dealing with this. Now, I've lost some weight because of it. So I'm happy about that. But I do feel like my boobs are getting smaller. So I'm just like, that's not good. Of course. Um, But I'm just like, where did we get this? This virus or this you know flu and so olivia hasn't had any problems in that region but she keeps walking around and she had like an infected (laughs) taste bud and oh my god like a bump on her lip and she's like why do i have all these bumps and i'm like you have a virus olivia (laughs) (laughs) we're all dealing with it in our own way something you know and then ryan said he had an upset stomach and i'm like are you sure you want to go to practice (laughs) oh my god i can't have you you know stopping halfway and throwing up on the field or something it's one of those things where where you go god i wish we just had four bathrooms really we could all just be in our own bathroom and not have to share at least it wasn't one of those ones where you're like you where it's you're making the sophie's choice of am i gonna poop in the toilet or the garbage can and throw up in the other like (laughs) God, you know what I mean? I know. And why is it that men take so long in the bathroom? We talked about this, it. and I d- still don't understand. I don't get it because now Ryan's doing it too. I would be like, you are not allowed to bring your phone into the bathroom. No yeah, iPads, you no know what? iPhones. If I took their phones away, maybe it would be faster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I mean, th- you can only read shampoo bottles for so long. I don't even have because we have a water closet in our bathroom. Oh. So I mean, so there's the only, literally nothing to look at. The only thing they could read is the garbage. <laughs> so I don't know. I but, don't either. You know, our stomachs still aren't at a hundred percent. It's just nothing bad's happened, but it's just like you know, it's still kind of gurgly, like the threat. Yeah. So. Well, I and now I am hitting the level of irritation where I feel like it's time to start feeling better, Jamie Lynn. Like you've had your time. It's time to get your shit together and stop being sick. I'm mad. I'm very angry with myself because I want my body to cooperate. And like, I've been very short and bitter (laughs) with people. Um, I was, uh, I was, it was even downstairs. Well, first of all, what happens, I don't know about you, but I was so out of it for like about a week that I didn't see anything. And then suddenly the, the the clouds part and you look around and you're like, this place is filthy. Yes. Like, what have you been, what have you people been doing? I mean, come Apparently on. Apparently nothing at all. <laughs> there were dishes that had been there for a week, Paula. A week. I couldn't believe it. I said, were are they just waiting for you to get better? No, it's just, listen, it's hard enough 
to just work full time and do what you're doing. I get it. I don't expect Daryl to be the Superman, you know, to be able to handle everything I do and work, you know, and then take care of me. And I am like literally the worst patient ever. I'm the worst (laughs) because I don't want, I'm like, I don't need any help. I don't want anything, you know? And he's like, you can't, please eat something. (laughs) You're going to waste away. And I'm like, I am not going to waste away. Shut your mouth. So I said, fine, I'll have some jello. He goes, fine, I'll go get you jello. So he gets me jello and I'm laying there and I go, well, I guess I'll try some Jello. And he had gone to work. He had gone to the Sacramento office for a few hours. I don't blame him, by the way. So <laughs> I go to get the Jello and he bought sugar-free Jello. What's he trying and to say? Nothing. He didn't pay attention. That's the whole point. And so I, I, he goes, have you eaten anything? I said, well, I was going to eat Jello. He goes, oh, that's good. I go, but it's sugar-free. He goes, oh, is there a difference? I'm like, yes, there is a difference. He's like, well, what's the difference? I'm like, there's sugar in it. So he <laughs> had to go get One doesn't have more. sugar and one does. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I, I'm sorry. And I'm like, God, please don't make me. And I even said that. I go, please don't make me be a bitch to you. Because I know you're trying really hard to be helpful. And, you know, I just, attention to detail would be really great right now. So he had to go back and get the sugar jello <laughs> so that I would eat it. I am the worst. But anyway, so I'm like, God, this place is a disaster. No laundry has been done. There's, you know, there's not garbage, but, you know, there were plates and and platters. And and so I started doing stuff. And he came home and I made quinoa. Yeah. And I had him barbecue some chicken. And like I said, it it had been about a week since I had cooked anything. And so he took a bite of the quinoa and like, groaned in ecstasy he's all oh this is the best quinoa i've ever eaten i'm like jesus christ yeah yeah and so the next day i said well i guess i'll make pasta emily was out and about and i said are you gonna be home for dinner she goes i'm absolutely gonna be home for dinner you're making pasta i can't wait to eat it i'm like oh my god you poor people what's gonna happen and then i said i go this is why you will remarry when I die <laughs> because you clearly cannot be on your own. Look at this place. <laughs> I mean, my God, it's like people are going to, they're going to wonder how you functioned before me. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> just crazy. I'm like, I can't believe it. And I said, I just, I never realized how much I did for you because <laughs> you're just a mess. He's like, I told you, you're the, you're the thing. You're the, you're the main thing. And I'm like, well, no. It's just that I'm, you know, I, I prepare your meals, apparently. Right. I clean dishes on a normal basis. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. I thought it was funny. Okay, really quick. I wanted to ask if you heard about Justin Bieber getting married or he's engaged. Yes, I did hear about the that. The Biebs is marrying a Baldwin. And of course, because I'm old, I was like, how old is he? <laughs> like, how old is he? Isn't he he's like 23. 20- He's 24, and and Haley Baldwin is 21. Now, is Haley Baldwin, like, Alec Baldwin's daughter? No. Alec Baldwin has his his oldest, his adult daughter is Ireland, and I believe she's gay. Oh, okay. And then he has two or three little ones with his new wife that he loves, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And they just had another baby, so I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why that's happening. But so maybe is she related to the Baldwin family at all? Stephen Baldwin is her dad. Oh, okay. So he's one of the lesser of the Baldwins, right? But still a Baldwin nonetheless. Yes. So they're getting married. I, I mean, 
the only thing that I always think when I hear stuff like this is, well, I mean, they've lived a lot of life in their very short time being famous. Yes. And so perhaps that's why it feels like this would be a great thing. But it kind of surprises me considering how much he dicks around with Selena Gomez off and on. Yeah. Like they seem to reconnect. It's kind of like Leonardo and uh, uh, Rihanna. It's like when shit gets bad, they tend to be seen together. Right. So I'm like, what happened? You know, because it wasn't her. He, she probably moved on and he went, well, I guess I'll just get married then. I just think that, well, I mean, how long has he been dating this Baldwin girl? I have no idea. I don't think it's been that long. I don't either. I think it's one of those whirlwind things. I do too. And I think that it probably, I mean, I'm not trying to damn them, but I, mm -mm. I'm guessing it's not going to work out. If they even make it to the day, yeah. <laughs> they even actually get to a wedding, I would be surprised. Well, and what's the rush? That's the part I don't get is, yeah. what's the rush to get married? They're so young. And, and they're both rich. They don't need them. It's not about money, obviously. So I, unless she's pregnant or something. But yeah. it, I mean, that's so old fashioned. And I just I would be really surprised if that was the case. But um, and she looks nothing like Selena Gomez. Uh, opposite. Complete opposite. Right. She's vanilla compared to Selena. I don't know. I mean, I don't like to be. Well, yes, I do. I like to be judgy. But he just doesn't look. I. <laughs> I just don't, they don't look like they're ready for something like that. I don't I don't know. So. Who, I mean, we don't know them, but I'm just going to go ahead and cast that judgment out there. I don't think Biebs is ready. I think he picked the opposite of Selena. Mm -hmm. And I think that he thinks by getting married, it's going to rid his mind of, you know, mm. all those things. And I think he thinks that he's in love with this person, but... Yeah. I think uh, the truth be told is that, you know, Selena's always going to be the woman in his life. I agree. And the thing is, too, is when you're that young, you haven't processed through your first love yet, necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you're still thinking on those terms. So and, you know, they they've done damage to each other. They were both unhealthy and all of that stuff. But. It seems like they they reconnect pretty regularly, even if they just everybody. Oh, they're just friends. They're close friends. I would not let Daryl be close friends with his first love. No. In fact, in fact, she tried to reach out to him a couple of times. And I we were we were seeing each other and they used to regularly speak. And mm -hmm. we were we decided to be exclusive. And she can she reached out to him and, you know, took the call and everything. And I turned to him and I said, I don't give a shit what you do, but if you're going to be with me, this ends today. And I'm yeah. not kidding. I'm not fucking around with this first love shit. I, I know how this goes down. I had one too. We all have the first love, but we're adults now. And if you're still going back to that relationship, you're not done. And I'm not going to be, you know, suffering because you haven't resolved whatever that is. Right. So <clears throat> because Daryl is a man, he ended it. But, you know, then within social media became a thing and she reached out to him again. And I said, you accept that friend request <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> I said, we're <laughs> I am not kidding. And I've I've tried. I have scoured the Internet looking for her, trying to figure her out. There's I have nothing to be worried about other than, you know, first love. <laughs> I can't compete right. with that. So he obviously did not. That's funny. It is one of those things that. 
if it's not resolved, the marriage is doomed to fail. I think that ultimately will be what will happen is, you know, if assuming they even get married. Right, right. right. They're married and life is not as exciting and fun anymore. Yeah, I I feel for Justin Bieber because he kind of reminds me of Britney Spears a little bit. A little bit. He got a lot of fame. He's been through a lot of shit. You know, he went through his little douchebag phase. He tried to find Jesus. And now he's 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 clearly looking for something. He's trying you know, he's, to normalize his yes. his life. And I feel for him because I think he's surrounded. I don't I don't think his parents are all that great. They're kind of um, greedy, and you know they've been priming him for fame since he was a little boy. And so I I feel well, for they him. Were, they were young parents. They had they were him when they were in high school. Yeah. So yeah. to try and to try and say they had some wisdom to give him I Mm -hmm. think would be don't get married (laughs) you know well I mean they're probably pleased as punch oh that you know he's 24 and Mm -hmm. is you know getting married because that's they they can't say they did that themselves so I really hope that at the end of the day whether he gets married or not at this point I I I do kind of hope he can get his shit together and be like a Britney you know kind of renovate Get the right people around you, marketing wise, everything. Just get yeah. yourself centered. I mean, luckily, for and for a lot of women, it's this way. When she had kids, it did give her a reason to get her shit together, even though she lost it for a while. Yeah, she did get it together, and so and now, although she's micromanaged, I believe, <laughs> at least she's she's got a wonderful relationship with her kids. She takes care of them. She sees them. You know, they live with her. Which, you know, not too long ago, we weren't sure that would happen. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping the Beebs, you know, does something along that, you know, he kind of goes, this is ridiculous. Like, what am I doing? And kind of like straightens up in that aspect. Yeah. But I do feel for him looking for trying to find something. And I feel I feel for him. So I hope this is real. I have to say, I never expected Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton to still be together. Oh, my God. They're still together. What's it been like three years now? Has it been that long? Two years? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Well, you know, she has that residency in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And her fir- it, the first night was like a, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. I love Gwen Stefani. I just kind of don't like what she's turned into. I don't know why. I've always loved her. I loved her when she was in No Doubt, when, you know, when they were barely popular. So I don't know why I've turned on her. <laughs> she's Well, you know what it is, is she's become so prissy and... Mm-hmm. Um, she just doesn't have that hard edge that she used to. Maybe. And, you know, because she used to be very cutting edge and she had her lamb I loved lamb. And it was always so unique. And now, like, if you watch her, it's all couture and, you know, just very glam. And it's just... (sighs) Yeah. She kind of reminds me of a poor man's J-Lo. <laughs> it's not nice, but that's yeah. kind of how I look at it. Because, I mean, it's just, they're so different. But anyway, they showed pictures of her backstage getting ready to go do her first show at her residency with Blake Shelton. And she's barely, like, they're going to get ready to kiss. He's looking directly in her into her face, like he's kissing her and looking at her. Her eyes are closed, and she's barely touching him. And I'm like, this looks very one-sided to me. And it wasn't just one photo. There were there were several photos where she was not engaged at all, and he was all in. Well, you know he's a cheating man. I do. So uh, <laughs> I do. I'm just saying that you know <laughs> the man likes his beer and he likes his women. So he does. 
I know. Wonder when he's going to start going, maybe she's too rich for my blood. Well, she could be Gwen Stefani, but that may not be up his alley because Gwen, yeah. he's a country boy, too. So I still can't believe they're together. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, my God, don't be so mean. They're so cute. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not. It's weird. It's opposites attract for right now. And that might can't. be exciting for a while, but I just don't see it happening long term. I cannot believe that they're still together. Call me crazy. I really thought that thing would burn out after the voice. <laughs> I really did. I think that I think that they'll probably stay together for a while, but I don't think she should be expecting any kind of engagement ring. I don't think she wants one. She's older than him, you know. Oh, please. She wants one. You think? Yes. Oh. Well, I don't know. Every girl wants one. I guess that's true at some point. Okay, so <laughs> I found... We're gonna, I'm going to read you this, and then we'll do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. So I read this the other day, and I thought it was hilarious, because I thought... Well, I'm, I'm trying to think if I have my own tips for sex and hygiene, mm -hmm. because I thought these were really funny. So it says... <laughs> You, you'll be able to tell which one was a, a man or a woman's advice, by the way. So here's number one. Always masturbate before responding to your ex's text and see how you feel about it with a clear and non-horny mind. <laughs> so you don't <laughs> respond horny. Because, you know, we all make those poor choices. Oh, God, I think that would be impossible. Actually, <laughs> it depends on what ex. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, everybody's got that one. I'm so flirtatious by nature that it just... I didn't even think masturbating would help. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to go again. Let's go. Well, and really, we're women. I mean, so this dude, this is a dude saying this, I can only assume. Because they have a refractory period that goes anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes. You know what? That's true. After they, they come, it's like, mm. then they become like, you know. Human? The, the couch eating chips, you know. Right? Naked watching sports. And you're just like. This is the person I just had sex with? God. You know, it's, it's so weird. I always think of this, too. After I've had sex, and it's very satisfying, I'm, like, alert and wide awake and ready to, ready to do stuff. Whereas the men are usually super... Well, they're in a refractory period. They're relaxing. They're rejuvenating. They need, they need some rest. And I'm the opposite. And they don't want to cuddle. <laughs> I don't... Paula, I hate cuddling so much. I hate it so much. I am I am the I am the the rare breed. I enjoy cuddling, but I Ugh. also enjoy like swimming my body under the sheets. <laughs> After sex, first of all, I'm so paranoid of getting a UTI. I immediately get up and pee. Well, that happens. Yeah, but after all all the business is taken care of, I'm like well, and now Daryl knows the bed better be made. <laughs> there better be, you know, not better be, but, you know, the bed's usually made. Things are ready to, you know. You're like the guy from The Aviator. What's what that? What's his name? No! Howard Hughes? <laughs> Shut up. You're the Howard Hughes. -er. I only have one jar of urine by my bed. <laughs> God. Carry a bar of soap in your purse. Ugh. No, I'm not like that. I'm not sanitary. Anyway. You stop for a minute, though, and you're like, that's a good idea. <laughs> but, yeah, cuddling, you know, and, of course, Daryl is all about cuddling. And so I'll, I'll offer him a pinky or. I'll cuddle until I feel sweat. And then I'm like, okay. oh, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just like, I'm like, I can't breathe. You know, just get off. I can't do it. He knows it, too. Okay, that's number one. Number two, rule of thumb. 
<laughs> my mom told me to always go for the thumb if you're about to kiss someone's fingers. It's the least likely one they'd use to scratch their asshole. <laughs> Could you imagine our mother saying something like that? No, and it's hilarious. That is funny. Well, first of all, I'd never kiss fingers. I don't do that either. I don't think I do. Because I'm not into sucking fingers and being all tantalizing. I'll just go straight for the dick. I I will do it. But, you know, it's because it can be very erotic. But it's not on the menu daily. You know, but it's definitely something that I would do. Every time I do that, though, it reminds me. I think there was a... There was a Sopranos episode where Tony was banging some girl and she sucked his fingers <laughs> while they were having sex. And mm-hmm. I always think of that every time I do that. Uh, it's just, I don't know why, but it just remind. I'm like, well, you're, you're no Tony Soprano, but mm-hmm. it's was, just something. Was he into it? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It's I... very phallic-y, which is why. Okay, here's another one. Never come in a jacuzzi unless you want to be covered in a thin spiderweb-like amalgamation of your own jizz. That's disgusting. I always figured that it would be like um, snow globes. I, I always thought it would be like those... I think it's called boba, or... I think that's what it's called. But every time I see someone suck them up, I'm just thinking, I'm like, you're Ooh. sucking up little cum balls. Gross. <laughs> it looks like fish eggs. I, I'm not a fan of those either. I know people swear by them, but I just can't do it. Uh, do not, do not one night think to yourself that whiskey and oral work together. They do not. No alcohol and oral sex ever works together, by the way. Really? No. I one time allowed Daryl to pour champagne oh. on me and he did it and it went down to Your the nether crack. regions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like. And I'm like, wow! It only feels good in your mouth, not on your vagina. So I had to go like quickly shower. And the thing with liquid is, you don't realize how quickly can get up into your ureter. Oh yeah, it burns like hell. That stuff sucks up everything, doesn't it? Yes, it does. When it's on turned on mode, it just it's like a big vacuum. When it's a very welcoming flower, (laughs) any and all things can be accepted. But it hurts. So don't ever do alcohol <laughs> with oral sex ever. It's the worst. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. Thank God. <laughs> no, that's a dumb one. I'm not going to say that one. Um, what? No, it's dumb. No, it says, think about my grandma so you don't come too early. Probably doesn't have to be my grandma. It could be yours unless you've got a really hot grandma. That's I've heard dumb. guys talk about all sorts of things that they think of. <clears throat> I asked Daryl once what he thinks about when he's trying to hold off. And I think he told me sports. Oh, I had a guy tell me baseball. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. But I'm just like, God, is that even like, you know, pleasurable to sit there and be screwing someone thinking about baseball? Well, I mean, I would think they're trying to be a gentleman and hope that you come first. And that's why they're holding off. It's not because they, you know. There'll be no home run here today. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, <laughs> this one made me laugh. You're not done looking until she pushes you off. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. That could take that forever. No. It gets super sensitive once you have an orgasm. So it doesn't yeah, last Yeah, but much some women, you know, if they struggle with the area, like me personally, because, you know... 
I don't care for the area, but some people just insist because, you know, oh, well, you've never done it with me. Oh, like, they yeah. always say that. They always think they're the one. I know. I'm like, okay, Jesus. Yeah, they always think they're the second coming of oral <laughs> sex. And they're like, oh, no, you don't even understand how good I am. I'm like, all right, fine. Well, I've seen the way you dance, so you better be good at this. So, you know, so 20 minutes later, I'm just like, really? Let's just call it a, ga- <laughs> Let's call it a day. <laughs> Let's call it a night. I appreciate your efforts. Get out. And they come up cracking their jaw. They're like, no, really, I can keep going. <laughs> it's like they're, they're they're trying so hard to win a race. And it's like, like, no, you've been disqualified. There Get is out. no finish line. I'm letting you know. Speaking of sex, I was reading this article, Rita Moreno. You know who that is, right? Yeah. She had quite a uh, an affair with Marlon Brando back in the day when he was hot. Oh. Like eight years. And oh. he, he basically mind-fucked her. For eight years, like you know, he was he was the big, he was Mister Big, mm-hmm. always emotionally unavailable. But this, she's like, the sex was so good, I just couldn't let it go. Like for eight years, that's a long time. That is a long time. There was a time period where he was like not returning her calls and stuff, and he she had seen some information or seen some photos of him out on a date with someone else, and she was devastated. And so she finally agreed to go out on a date with Elvis Presley because he had been hounding her for a while to go out on a date with her. She's like, fine, I'll do it. You know, so she goes out on a date with Elvis and they did have sex, she said. And she's like, compared to Marlon Brando, Elvis was a rookie. That boy knew nothing. Wow. Marlon Brando is the king of sex. And she was married to her husband after all of that. They were married for 48 years before he passed away, and she still claims Marlon Brando's the best lover she's ever had. Wow. Isn't that insane? That's weird. I want to know what that means. Yeah, really. I mean, I'm married now, so the sex is really good. But when I was single, even if I was sleeping with somebody regularly, it wasn't that great. I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't like completely freewheeling, you know, because we were in our 20s. I didn't date older men, so, I mean, I did, but not regularly. So, it's like, <laughs> nobody had a ton of experience. Well, so- I dated someone when I was 24 or 25. I dated someone who was eight years older than me. So, he was in his 30s. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, mind-blowing sex. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was mind-blowing. And it went on for, like, six months. That's not very long. It wasn't very long. It was a very whirlwind kind of yeah. thing. And it wasn't yeah. even consistent. You know, it was like, I don't know, every couple of weeks. But right. So that was pretty awesome. So, I mean, I definitely could say that, you know, that's one I wouldn't forget. Yeah. You know what, though? I had a one night stand with someone. He was a, a smidge older than me. Only happened one time. Never happened again. And it was the best sex I'd ever had. And I was like, if it was only going to happen once, it was one of those things like we're going to do this and we're never going to do it again. Like this is just it's a one time thing because we both want to know what it would be like. So we did it. And it was amazing. (laughs) It was so good. Crazy. Maybe it's a chemistry thing. I think it is. I think it is chemistry because you're, you know, everything feels comfortable and sensual and everything moves and works just right, you know, and it's not just one person. It's both of you. Mm-hmm. 
man, that was a good night. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it was. Daryl and I have had definitely some, some mind blowers too, obviously. Well, sure. I mean, you wouldn't still be together. Oh God. You, wouldn't it be nice to know if there was someone out there that thought you were the best sex they ever had? You know, sometimes For real? I think that people, when you're with someone, they are the best sex you've ever had. Currently? Yeah. That's not always the case, but... Because there's some oh, I've had people some terrible. I'm just like, I'm like, hey, I'm, this is terrible. And if you don't think <laughs> this is terrible, then... <laughs> then I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, right. No, I was just thinking about it. Um, I'm like, God, wouldn't it be nice if there were, there were someone out there floating around recalling a time they're like oh yeah I had the the best sex i ever had was this 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 girl blah 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 and it was me that'd be great that'd be crazy i know i love oh. it okay oh, well. let's do our let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week I'm pretty much made up of pills. Yes. There's a new medication that I started taking recently, and I guess it's considered a controlled substance. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that either. Is it good? um, I mean, do you feel good on it, or what's the deal? It's more or less for, like, energy level, so it's it's nothing that, you know, makes you feel spacey or anything like that. Okay. So... So my doctor that prescribed it, he's, he wrote me a slip and I, the first time, and I took it to the pharmacy, they filled it, and the pharmacy said the next time you need a refill, you're going to have to have your doctor send us his information. And I'm like, okay. And so it was time for the refill, and I called my doctor, and what he needed was their address, their phone number. And I think that was it. So I call because then he types into his little system, you know, their information and then sends the authorization electronically now. Got it. And so I called and I'm like, hi, I'm like, this is Paula Todd. And I'm like, "Uh, you you wanted the information for my pharmacy. I'm like, their address is this. And, you know, this is their phone number. So if you need anything else, give me a call, blah, blah, blah. And then I hung up. So like an hour or two later, he calls me back and I'm just like, hi. And he's just like, hi. He's like, I got your information about the pharmacy. He's like, you didn't tell me what pharmacy you actually work with, but I got their name and address. So uh, what pharmacy are you with? I'm like, oh, Rite Aid. (laughs) You told him Rite Aid? Well, that's who I am with, but I failed to tell him any pharmacy. I just gave him a name and address randomly and didn't tell him what pharmacy it was. You're like, just kidding. Right. So I'm like, sorry. Well, don't you know? Don't you know who I am? Well, I mean, he should because I get prescriptions with him all the time. But and he you're, probably are, just are, wanted to make sure I didn't change or something. I guess. But still, I, I know what you mean. Well, it's just that calling in and going, I'm your only patient. I'm the only one that matters. So here I am. And this is <laughs> I what know, I want. Basically. It, I totally do have that attitude where I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, you work <laughs> for me and uh, nothing else. And. If I need something, you'll call me back. And Right. I get it. I totally get it. It's not like you see seven people a day. <laughs> I don't care. I'm the only one. I mean, I'm the most important one, right? Right. I mean, that's how I, th- that's how I see it. Well, that's how but it works. That's funny. I actually don't really have an awkward moment. Oh, okay. Because... Well, you were sick all week. I was so sick. I, and Daryl goes, maybe maybe illness prevents awkward moments. I'm like, yeah, because we don't move. 
That we happens. can't do anything. I mean, Sometimes literally, can't. you just don't have one. Well, I mean, I, I didn't go outside to see others. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do anything. I mean, yeah, I, I was racking my brain. I'm like, no, because I wasn't even awkward at the at the um, emergency, you know, the little walk in place because I was begging for help, basically. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> no, no awkward moment. But, oh, well. but so you win being Yay. entitled by default. Yourself. Yeah, I you know, we've been kind of we kind of been slacking in the awkward moments lately. But I I, I have faith that you and I will come back swinging very soon there's no way that we you had a couple epics so it's gonna happen i know but my one flip-flop keeps bending underneath my foot so i know it's gonna cause a problem (laughs) one time oh i did have an awkward moment actually now that i remember the flip-flop reminded me i went and you know how i got my hair done a couple weeks ago yeah i was dumb and you know the new thing right now is to our slides you know, they're like the, the slides that athletes wear with socks. You've seen them. Yeah. Rihanna made them popular. So now I have Puma slides or Adidas slides. Uh-huh. And I love them because they're pink and sparkly with a oh, black bottom. Cute. And they're really cute. And so, of course, now Daryl had to go and he bought some slides. Oh. And so whenever he puts them on, I'm like, I can't wear my slides if you're going to wear your slides. <laughs> he goes, why not? And I go, because we're not going to be that couple. We're not doing it. He's like, fine. And I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I'll just wear flip-flops. So anyway, I wore my slides to the salon, forgetting how smooth and slick the bottom is. Oh, no. And I almost did the splits, getting out of the chair. (laughs) And I was getting ready to leave. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. I'm like, it's very slippery here. And the thing with my salon, it's very high end. And so they ignore they just don't want to say, but you know they laugh about it later. Of course I mean, they, they have do. To. They have to. I mean, I would. It was horrifying. Well, even I, rich people can be clumsy, you know. Barely. Those people barely are cl- No. Though, his clientele, something about being at that level of wealth, nothing. They do nothing wrong. They're, they're like Audrey Hepburn every day, all day. I don't even, I I think he just keeps me around because I'm refreshingly different. (laughs) Probably. It's a source of entertainment. Yeah. He's like, oh, look at, we have a real citizen among us today. (laughs) One of the serfs has come to get their hair done. How funny. Yes. Well, you still win though. So. Well, thank you. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thanks everybody for joining us. Please visit our lipandclip.com to purchase some makeup through Avon. Uh, yes we, and we would appreciate if you did that oh also, oh go, go ahead. ahead no 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 this show drops on sunday the 15th but on july 16th it's amazon prime day it's kind of like their black friday for prime members only and we've been kind of pushing it on our social media but click through ugly truth and you know go shopping on prime day it's especially if you're well obviously only if you're a prime member but i mean super good deals on stuff that you will actually use so very exciting Mm -hmm. so uh with that we will let you go hope you enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you on wednesday thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth